In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1... Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh Buckley, and my on-screen onomatopoeia is the one and only... Biff, boom, bang, pow! Travis Ratz here. There we go. <laughs> Travis Ratz and I, the Comic Exposure Podcast, where we uh, we do a comic book club every other week. We have a guest on, we read a graphic novel, we talk about it, uh, and then we have uh, episodes where we just talk about what's going on in the world of nerd in the nerd world, uh, in geekdom, in comic bookness, and that's one of these episodes today, a variant edition episode, ladies and gentlemen, that you are tuning into, and uh, it's kind of, we got, it's kind of a somber start, where I, we, you know, the couple things we're going to talk about today, uh, one of the things we're going to talk about, Travis, is the, uh, it hit the internet today uh, that Adam West uh, had passed away mm. after a, a short battle with leukemia, so uh mr the the batman at mm. adam west is batman adam west he played batman yeah and yeah now he's dead is that he not is, is that, is. yeah it's sad because I, everything i've heard about adam west <clears throat> you know the, we're at the age where people that we watch growing up are dying i mean i think you're always yeah. at that age but it yeah. just seems like more and more we're in that age group where people are our heroes from growing up or dying. And some of them, you're like, they play great characters on movies and television. But from everything I've heard, they aren't the best people in real life. Uh, and Adam West seems to be one of those people that, um, aside from being the Batman that a lot of people grew up with, was just seemed, from all reports, a really nice guy. A philanthropist giving the charity, always giving his time, uh, and that that always is a little bit harder when an icon dies who was not only a giant on screen but like a giant off screen as well. Yeah, you know, I we've talked about this like several times. Always like, who's your Batman, right? Um, and I have like two Batman that are my Batman, right? Michael Keaton's good, but I remember being a kid. And watching the reruns of the Batman 66, right, with Adam West and Burt Ward. Uh, and I remember, I have, like, vivid memories of being in my grandparents' basement, watching it on, like, their old school TV in the basement of their house. And I remember, I, I totally, I remember the, the biffs, the pows, the zaps and stuff like that. I, I remember all that. Uh, and that he will ever sort of be, like, he's like my first Batman, right? Uh, that was before Batman 89 came out. Or you know what I mean? It was it was probably or right around that time. Um, but that's that's Adam West is my Batman. The other one is the animated series Batman. That that those are those are those are my Batman. Well, um, it's funny. I mean, like you know, Adam West. I I think I was watching the Batman car, um, television show uh, before I had even picked up a Batman comic, and before yeah, I'd yeah. seen Michael Keaton's Batman. I mean, I had I had three different Batman in my life before I probably <laughs> picked up a Batman comic, uh, yeah. and that was you know um, Adam West, Michael Keaton, and then uh, Bruce Tim. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, th- those those Batman, and I would say there's this thing, there's this sort of like 
I don't know when's the last time you went back and watched Batman 66. Uh, we have the first season uh, digital. Like, we have the first season on iTunes. And then the box set, it took forever for them to release it so you could watch it. Because uh, there was, like, an argument between the, you know, who owned the rights to it. Between uh, Warner Brothers and the company that ran, you know, the, the, fil- the who had the rights to the original TV show. And so it took forever. It was, like, in limbo. And it was never coming out, but it was talked about it forever. And then it finally came out on, like, Blu-ray and DVD. Uh, and so um, my son and I had watched the movie a bunch of times, the Batman 66 movie, um, with shark repellent in it, you right. know, uh, the scene where he's running back and forth with, the, like, the bomb. Like, that's... that's uh, <laughs> the old school Mario bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, like... That that movie, Renner and I would watch it, and I was like, "All right, dude, we, we've got to get the season." And so this last, uh, probably the last, you know, year and a half, we've like s- slowly been watching, you know, two episodes here because it's the back to back, right? Like, at the best part about that '66 series is every. It's only a half an hour TV show, but it's tied. Every episode is two episodes, right? right. So like, it carries over. There's yeah, there's always that cliffhanger. Batman and Robin are are tied to something, or there's a giant buzzsaw coming after them, or something silly like that. Um, it is the most formulaic yet wonderful show ever. When, when you watch <laughs> it back, when you watch it back with your son, uh, and you look at like Adam West's performance, because uh, I mean, at some point, I mean, as an adult, you're watching the show and you're like, oh, okay, it's not the same power as a kid, so you start watching it for like. What are these actors doing in this scene? Uh, is there something that you, you've noticed about Adam Adam West's performance as an adult uh, watching it now as someone who's like, that's not Batman. Oh, that's a guy they hired to play Batman. Here are the choices. Yeah. What about the choices he was making when you're playing Batman? I, th- I think there's this, this wonderful sort of like earnestness to it, right? This sort of like always winking at the camera but not winking at the camera, right? Like it is a super campy show. But it's silly, but they never play it silly. Yeah. Like, Adam West never looks at the camera and hams, right? He, he's, he is playing the most silly part as straight as possible. Mm. And it is it, there's something like, I can't imagine doing that. I can't imagine, like, reading that dialogue and just being like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do this as straight as possible. There's yeah. no winking at the camera, and it's just this, I don't know, it's... it's it's fun. Um, is there another look- show today that does that, that they think has that, that same kind of vibe of like, we're going to take ourselves completely serious, but we're almost always going, we're just shy of breaking the fourth wall at any moment. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know if there's any like modern equivalent of that. There's maybe uh, what's the, there's a real, and I don't know, it's overly silly. It's um, Angie Tribeca. Have you ever watched that? Mm-mm. It's like uh, it's like they took Naked Gun and turned it into a television show. Oh, wow. That would be awesome. <laughs> so it's, it's real. Um, like, uh, it's super spoofy. Yeah, it's, yeah. And the jokes are always oh, like over the go top. Ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. Uh, wouldn't it be great if uh, they had a sitcom that was two people played Burt Ward and Adam West and it was about like what was happening offset, but then they'd cut oh. into it, and then it would just be like scene, like exact scenes from Actual Batman. Scenes. But they'd be like cut, and they're like, "God damn it, these tights are too tight." My doctor <laughs> says I'm never gonna have kids. 
and Burt that Ward's be... making out with like makeup men in the background and shit. <laughs> that, <laughs> that would be, be awesome. That'd be fantastic. That'd be good. Um, I think. I think that like. I don't know. There's just something fun about going back and watching it. So, you know, I was I was I was gone today. I was I was at a meeting today and but uh while I was gone, Gabby and the kids when when Gabby found out, they watched a couple episodes of Batman 66 today. I got home today uh from my meeting and the first thing I turned on was a uh Mr. Freeze episode. So, two episodes with Mr. Freeze that are just just it's stupid zany. There's like one scene, there's a scene where um, Mr. Freeze is trying to fool everybody by having a bunch of people dressed like Batman all around Gotham City, right? <laughs> and so Mr. Freeze, like, all of these Batmen are in this room, and then Batman and Robin come in, and they're fighting themselves, right? <laughs> and, and so, and but Mr. Freeze has frozen the floor, so they're all slipping all over each other and fighting. God. So it's like... It would be our, so our... fun to film that show, to be on that <laughs> right? set, man. It was like a room of Batman and like, you know, the bad guys, like the stock villain characters, oh, like f- fighting. And at one point, Robin grabs Batman and, and Batman goes, it's me, chum. And then they go back to fighting the other ones. Uh, it's, just, it's just something wonderfully cheesy about it. I love the fact, too, that it's in that era where it's like hippies and then like the pre-yuppies because yeah. yuppies came to Hollywood first. So like there's all the coked out people. There are the alcoholics. And then you have the pot smokers. It, it just <laughs> must have been like the wildest filming. It, it, like I'm sure there's a book about the behind the scenes stuff of it. Like, I, like, I'm like, I should try to find that. I, sh- I should read that. But it's been fun to go back and watch it as an, as an adult again. Um I think, like, you can appreciate some of the, like, that concept of it. Like, what must it have been like to be an actor yeah. and film this show? It's and a like, kid go, show, but not quite a kid show. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> you're super serious about all of it. I just love all the stuff, like, you know, all the stuff that's very, like, no, Robin, society's failed him <laughs> like all this very yeah you know, after school special type, type yeah there's uh, all these sort of like you know like no democracy is important we can't do that or <laughs> just just silly stuff Holy cannoli batman yeah <laughs> after they get robbed by a pizza bat, you know like some pizza thief um <laughs> it, it's just a fun show man um i suggest it's on itunes you're in Japan. I'm sure you can get everything illegally in Japan, right? You should. I, on, you should... I only watch my media through legal sources. <laughs> FBI. As, uh, a government em- <laughs> as a government employee, I am not allowed to pirate anything at any time. So I would tell you, get a couple episodes on uh, on iTunes and just like it's like what forty some minutes to watch one of the two parters. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's a good it's a good laugh to go back and watch it. I, I've caught a couple here, or and certainly scenes on YouTube and stuff like that. I don't think I've probably watched a full episode in like fifteen years, but uh, I'll have to check that out. Certainly this week with um, the news coming down. And speaking yeah. of Batman, and speaking of uh, cheesy uh, Batman tropes, uh, so uh, we've brought this up on the on the comic book podcast before. There is this book out there called "Why Does uh, Batman Carry Shark Repellent." Uh, excuse me, why does Batman carry shark repellent? Uh, it's by Brian Cronin, and basically he's collected from comic book writers and artists, people in the industry, all these crazy lists. Uh, some of them are like, you know, the best DC moments, and others of, them are, others of them are just silly like this one. Ten crazy items found on Batman's utility belts. 
Uh, so <laughs> I thought we could run through a couple of these in honor of the man who might have had the most silly uh, element, which is number 10. Number 10, uh, as we all know shark from repellent. Batman 1966, is shark repellent. Um <laughs> It made not one, but two appearances in the world of Batman. In the 1966 Batman film, Batman uses shark repellent. Uh, repellent. I cannot say that word. Um, and then, um, let's see. Oh, and we they recently used it, and we're reading uh, Scott Snyder's All-Star Batman, yeah. and there is like yeah. a, uh, it does. <laughs> a reference to it, where he's like, is that it shark does. repellent? Yeah. There's there's some great stuff in that in that All Star Batman. There's just some wonderful sort of like zany stuff that shows up in it. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait to talk about it on the oh, show. Yeah, me too. That's coming up. It's uh, coming up. I know. I know. Number nine um, is Secret Identity Disc. It, um, <laughs> it is a small disc that, when treated with a special chemical, reveals Batman's true identity. Batman's theory is that if he uh, is ever in a situation where he is near to certain death. He would use the chemicals to let everyone know who Batman really was to ward off anyone trying to take advantage of his death to impersonate him. Oh, so no one else could be the Batman. So yeah. the opposite the opposite of the Dark Knight trilogy. Right. Where <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, all right. That so was, the, eight, that was a Detective Comics uh, 185. Uh, Marble. Number eight is a marble. This is from Detective Comics 173. Batman and Robin have some pretty unique uses for an ordinary marble. If you roll it down steps, it simulates uh, uh, footsteps. And if you place it under your arm, it stops your pulse pulse so you can feign death. I wonder if that's... I'm going to put a marble under my... (laughs) Under my uh, under my armpit right now. Uh, for a long time, no joke. Uh, as a as a teacher, when like my first year teaching, or when I student taught, a kid gave me a handful of marbles and said, "Hey, Mr. Buckley, this is so you don't lose your marbles when you're teaching." Like when I left oh, student teaching. Oh, that's pretty cool. Oh man, and it, I'm gonna I'm gonna tear up right now. Gets you in the <laughs> but, feels. That gets you in so, the feels. I put them in a jacket pocket, right? As I was I was in Michigan, and we wear things called jackets when I was student teaching, and so I put them in a jacket pocket, and they stayed there for a very very long time and so every time i wore that jacket and i put my hand in there i was like oh the marbles oh. right it, it reminds <laughs> me of hook when he's like peter sir you've lost your marbles that yeah one... <laughs> very tunes or whatever not tunes yeah. that's a driving cat toodles <laughs> toodles toodles tunes is the driving cat you've, you've lost your marbles sir <laughs> just gives them to him yeah. i'll um, put these in my jacket box thank you toodles yeah. <laughs> All right, what's next? Number what's seven, seven, makeup kit. Now, that seems pretty useful. Uh, Batman uses a makeup hey, kit. Hey, when you've got a hot bat date, yeah. you need to make sure you look at your bat best, I think. <laughs> <laughs> or is this like so you can change into someone else? Uh, let's see. It says um, can make him look exactly like a professional football quarterback. Um, yeah, it's, it's more like oh. he can disguise himself. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> Number six from Batman 117, the uh, Geiger counter. No, that uh, makes sense. While on a mission to another planet, Batman conveni- conveniently has a miniature Geiger counter that allows him to track a radioactive monster. That makes sense, though. Like, you're Batman. I get a Geiger counter. But that, that that's sense. the equivalent of, like, you know when you pack for vacation and you start, like, putting, like, random shit? You're like, hmm, I need some uh, Vicks Vapor Rub. And you're like, why? <laughs> well, what if I get like a cold? You're like, well, well, why don't we just pack everything then? Why don't we yeah, just pack yeah. a Geiger counter? How often is that going to come in handy? I don't know, dude. You're dealing with supervillains. I imagine like atomic weaponry 
is something you have to a dirty bomb. Ooh, something you got to worry about. Do they have a about. villain called like Mr. Geiger? I feel like that would be a good name. H.R. Geiger, I think is his name, and <laughs> or Geiger. Many aliens for your Batman series. <laughs> number six. Number six. Uh, we are. That was number six. Number five. Oh, is that was number six. Number five. A crayon. While a riding, crayon? Yep, from Batman 149. While riding... I love oh, how all these are like... the this. These are all in the 100s. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know which launch it was of Batman. <laughs> while riding a, uh, aboard a runaway train... Never coming back. Wrong oh, man. way on a one-way... One-way track. <laughs> uh, Batman remarks how lucky it is that both he and Robin carry crayons with them at all times, as it allows them to draw... Uh, a stop sign that they throw into the street to prevent traffic from being struck by the train. I guess when like you're hanging out with a, a young kid, you probably have crayons with you. Like my wife has had crayons. Cray- I'm sure she had crayons in her purse for a really long time. So Batman's hanging out with small bo- a small boy all the time. You got to have something to keep him occupied. Right? Holy long wait, Batman. Where's our food? Easy, Robin. Grab this crayon <laughs> and entertain yourself. Yeah, take this yourself. crayon. <laughs> Now he's got like an iPad in his in his utility belt. <laughs> yeah, with like, like just shut up, Robin. Here's a stupid iPad. It's got Veggie Tales loaded on it. Yeah. Uh, four Batman costume, always prepared for emergencies, fashion or otherwise. Batman carries a special lightweight version of his costume inside his in... utility belt. But if you need an extra costume, would he have his utility belt? The utility belt goes over the costume. Well, in this case, he used it. Uh, it came in handy when he disguises a bad guy as Batman to fool oh. the rest of his crew. Okay, that, that makes sense. And he that does do that a lot. I feel like I feel like he do, he dummies up some Batmans. That's that makes more sense than like, oh crap, I got I spilled like mustard. I lost I lost my bat suit, <laughs> but I have somehow I still have my belt. Well, it is true. If you read like a lot of modern Batman, uh, it's very much like the. Um, Hollywood hunk scenario where I feel like the artists are always trying to strip off Batman's shirt. Like he's always being hung, like shirtless, you know? And you're like, <laughs> like whipped. This dude's got to get his shirt back on, man. Those things aren't cheap. I can be. I wouldn't imagine so. All right. Three, Bat Balloon. Batman is transported back in time where he must save a village from a dastardly bad guy. And. He inflates a giant Batman balloon, which convinces them that, that he's a huge, all-powerful genie and scares them off. <laughs> what? Gotta get that Bat balloon. Robin. What? That doesn't... What does he blow it up with? Also in his utility belt is a, a pump. My, my bat breath. <laughs> he's, got, like, he's got a headache and he's all dizzy, <laughs> but he, you know, he blew up that balloon. It's a twisty balloon. He like... <laughs> Look, a poodle. Oh, bat poodle. Robin's like, Robin's like, can you make a Ninja Turtle? <laughs> no, man, that's too many balloons, Robin. I can't fit all those in my belt. I can't. I can't just waste. I can't crayon. waste all those balloons. Yeah. Uh, two. Uh, bat freeze pill from Detective Comics three sixty two. When the Riddler creates a bomb that is set off by body heat, Batman conveniently pulls out a bat freeze pill from his utility belt that lowers his body temperature enough to deactivate the bomb. That seems that seems appropriate. Yeah. I get, a pellet? What did you just throw the pellet? I gotta lower my body temperature real quick. 
<laughs> okay. I think that bat. I feel like Batman went through some training where he can probably just think, and it lowers his body temperature. I right? would think so too. I think that's the way they would write him now, but not back I think in are... Detective Comics three sixty two. I think there are two ways that you can write Batman, right? There's two ways that you can write Batman that he has um, either an insane amount of training that allows him to get out of any situation or that he has the gadget that gets him out of any situation, right? Those are the two things. uh, For the next, for the all-star Batman. That's, that's a great question (laughs) is which Batman do we get here? Because I feel like the answer is pretty obvious. I feel like the answer (laughs) is pretty obvious with all-star Batman. Do we get gadget Batman or do we get Batman who's been trained for everything? Stay tuned for Um, the next episode of Comic Exposure. We're going to, to keep on the same idea, to keep on the same idea. Um, Brett White, who used to, who used to do uh, comic book writing, um, <clears throat> who, used to, who used to write uh, some comic book review stuff and used to write for a nerd site, uh, now writes for, um, I think Decider is what he's writing for right now. Let me double check and make sure. Uh, yeah, so Brett White writes for Decider right now, and um, he he's had this idea. And so I want to ask you this. I'm not going to tell you what uh, – I, I, I follow him on Twitter, and it's at Brett White, um, and he, he he's like a nerdy – a nerdy dude whose stuff I love to read. And so, so he, he's talking about um, his dream job would be to produce a modern, but still a 66 version of a superhero show today to take a superhero ca- like character or group of characters and do it today. So I'm going to ask you what, what superhero would you want to see a Batman 66 version of on television today? Oh man, do you, do you have one in mind? Do I have one? Yeah. I, I I don't off the top of my head. I just thought about this while we were ah, talking. I'm like, oh, I should I should really ask this good. question. That's a I good mean, one, right? I mean, I have a couple of of ones uh, that I was thinking about. Um, you know, for some reason, when you, when it, when you when the, you brought that to mind, I started thinking about the show Taxi, um, mm-hmm. and like how. Like, let's just have one room where there's, like, you know, a bunch of people kind of come in and out of, and it's like a, like a port. Um, yeah. Like, the, it's the Justice League? Yeah, I was thinking, like, it's... Silver Surfer. Or... Silver Surfer. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, like, the spaceport, you know? Um, uh, I don't know. A 66. Um, yeah. So, you silly, like but not back, necessarily you silly. You like a Welcome Back Carter with, like, Spider-Man. I know you're saying. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, yeah. based on a certain sitcom, but just, like, yeah. that same tone. Um, I'm gonna, I go, you, I'm gonna I, go Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider, ooh! I'm gonna go I Ghost Rider because you could do like the the leather jacket, and he's got the motorcycle, and that was like back when a lot of motorcycle movies were like Easy Rider was only three years away at that point. Yeah. You had Marlon Brando's motorcycle movies. I feel like there could be like enough. Like you had, you know. I think that would would work. You just have like this guy in a leather jacket and just like uh, super cheesy. I don't know how you do the effects for the skull. You just but have you to do, do it like so- uh, uh, what's that? Dios del Morte or whatever. David, yeah, you David, know how they have Dios Muerto. The, yeah. the face paint. You just that would be him. I so here's here's my so to to I think you hit it. So if we were going to do literally a modern day version, and we're just going to take the idea of Batman sixty six, and we're going to do a silly campy version of a show and put it on tv now i think you when you said i don't know like welcome back cotter spider-man <laughs> i think i think a 66 version of spider-man would be a blast because yeah. he's got a great 
he's got a great rogues gallery, right? Like yeah. you could you could sixty six version uh the the uh you know the Vulture, um, kingpin, rhino, kingpin. Yeah, rhino, yeah. the scorpion, all of those would do a great sixty six version of it. Um I also think this is the one that so so I was thinking of I know the Green Arrow is on TV right now, but we've talked about this before. Like, Green Arrow is a pretty good Batman, right? Yeah. He's a playboy. Mm-hmm. He's got the mask. He's got trick arrows, right? right. He, he would be, I think he'd be a good version to mess around with. Uh, so Brett's pick. He says he wants to do a 66 X-Men. So yeah. A, yeah. Campy, a, a campy version of x-men today so yeah. it wouldn't necessarily have to be set in the 60s but it would be that sort of like a tongue-in-cheek campy yet straight serious version, version of, of x-men yeah yeah i could see that well X-Men. you could do it today because you could cheat a little bit on the graphics for the powers which you couldn't do uh, in, in yeah. the actual 66 but if you yeah. keep that tone of like when psychops uses his optic blast it's like yeah quartz <laughs> pow <laughs> pow <laughs> Snick. You, get um, schnick, you get schnick in there that's for yeah, sure snicked that's snicked. that's all it's about uh but i think i think i think the i think spider-man would be really good i'm gonna t- I, th- I think i like your spot i think you're okay. like your you threw it away quick uh, but i think spider-man uh, <laughs> uh mr carter yes peter <laughs> uh i just said i didn't do my homework today uh but you know i was out fighting crime listen peter i know that you think your crime fighting responsibilities are important but homework is also important. You know, Wink I'm at the camera. <laughs> just talking about it right now. This has nothing to do with talking about. You know what I want? I want Spider Man in Boy Meets World. I want, I want Peter Parker. Yeah. Put in a Boy Meets World. Yes. That's yes. that's what I want. That's yes. what I want. <laughs> One of the savages needs to have a child. So in ten years, we can make this happen. I think they already aren't they? They they're, they're doing it. There's a boy meets world. Oh, there's a girl redo. meets world. There's yeah, and it's like world. him and Tabanga, him and Topanga are married yeah. in it. Finally, and it's their kid. Finally, right? We all want right? to know how that epic love ma- romance went out. <laughs> I actually really like that show, so I can't talk shit. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> so, boy meets world. So, Spider-Man. <laughs> a boy meets world version of spider-man speaking of oh, uh, corny I'm TV excited shows, right now. that makes me happy speaking of yeah. corny tv shows and remakes guess who finished riverdale this do, it's about time what did you uh, what did you think of how it ended i've been to like the ended? last six um i thought it was uh wait remind me of the okay so uh we could spoilers we can do spoilers yeah spoil yeah um uh blossom hangs himself right yeah yeah uh, and oh no i know how it ends um, he's not dead though, right? So Blossom? It, no, not Blossom. I mean, I'm talking about the very last sh- scene where Luke Perry. Um, oh no, he's not dead. Where Luke yeah. Perry gets shot, he's not. Yeah, dead. yeah, yeah, no. yeah. I'm like, they, they no. can't kill off this guy. He's the only one with you can't kill out. off. You can't carry off. You can't kill off Luke Perry. Yeah, Luke Perry can't die. Yeah, <laughs> things are popping <laughs> off at pops. So, how do you think you you hit a point? Uh, the Jughead shirt off. The construction scene the where you're like, people, all right. The village people, it, Backstreet Boys, video, slow motion, yeah. construction walk the, with white people. It jumped beaters. the shark for you yeah. with that episode. And when you came back to it, it resets itself, right? It, it, it takes it, a while. I would say it takes – I would say there's a three, three, maybe four episode drought right in that same area, right in the middle of the series where it's a lot of the same thing. Like um, – 
Come back and live with us. I'm investigating. Ah, oh, we need to take care of your baby. Uh, and it's just like, all right. It kind of gets, <laughs> it kind of gets dull. But I thought, I thought it picks up really well in the last three um, shows. I think it picks up at the, the party scene. The um, yeah, our, the uh, birthday Jack party. Jughead's birthday party, which I love that there's confetti, confetti raining down at this party. Uh, but there's no one there. There's no one. It's just like who's bringing a confetti machine to this party? It def- here's what you, here's what we have to know. Here's what we have to. That, here's the important part about Riverdale. It only matters what it looks like. Yes. Like yes. how things happen doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's it's just about what it looks, looks like. like. Can we make this look because cool? can we make these kids look hot? Make because these also, kids look hot. <laughs> I want you to take what you would imagine the best party to look like, and that's what and that's what I want. Right. Yeah. Like I want your vision of if we were gonna like. If it showed up in a comic book, there'd be confetti in the comic book. Oh, yeah. And you wouldn't see who put it there. It'd just be there. It'd be on the and cover. So it'd be raining yeah. down. <laughs> you, I, and it doesn't matter. So, like, like, they have that room they hang out in at the school. The sex that's room. Got, like, it's got leather couches yeah. and, like, and like vending machines and stuff. Like, all this stuff in it. That there's... There's I like it how they invite their mom to come work at the school paper. And that's just yeah. okay. That's okay. Yeah. She gets fired from the, the, the town register paper. Yeah. And they're like, hey, mom, you want to come work for the blue and gold or whatever it is? And yeah, she's, she's like, like well, yes. yeah, of course. <laughs> and she just walks into school. I'm like, this yeah. one needs a pass. She's walking around without a pass. Like she should definitely have. Did she sign in? Yeah. She should have a visitor. There badge. are murderers in this town. But the problem is that <laughs> visitor badge makes her outfit look ugly. It's too classy. So you have to you have to throw out rules because it's only about what looks good on camera. Yep. Because yeah, <laughs> like the the high heels that they like that that Veronica wears the entire time. Like no that no high schoolers dress like that. Oh yeah. Like I teach high school. They all like. It's yoga pants and like <laughs> the, like shorts and like it is. It's not that. Oh. <laughs> it's just funny. But but that doesn't look. That isn't as picturesque. It's not as Norman Rockwell painting. If it's not this sort of like oh yeah power yuppie look. And there are so many gingers in this show. But I've never seen like gingers filmed so hot before. Like they make every like, they 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 build everything red around it, so like the gingerness just just comes out, and you're like, wow, they, they're really like cinematically focusing these gingers in. And you see like a redhead person in real life, you're kind of like, Ew. you're a little redheaded though, buddy. You've got a, you've got a, you got a tinge of, you got a tinge of strawberry up in that mop. I'm, I'm going I'm going full River, Riverdale this summer. I'm going I'm going, <laughs> I'm going red. Dude, that's what you can be for Vegas Comic Con. Yeah, you, the, you could be Archie with a dirty ass beard. Just be <laughs> if you shave, I could be like I could be same. more like Luke Perry. I could be Luke if, Perry. You know? If you shave, you look the same age as those kids on that show. They no, don't look like way too many wrinkles and, and, and uh, crow's feet. Uh, but so, yeah, go ahead. Hey, I was gonna say so. So it ended. I'm I'm looking forward to the next. I'm season in because it's I'm in. It, it's this sugary sweet bubble gum ridiculous drama right, right? now and it's did not... archie and veronica they fuck or they just fall asleep in the beds next to each other oh they totally they totally, they totally bizoned. oh <laughs> Ooh. and i actually really like the part where jughead puts on the serpent's jacket and there's like that yeah. shot he looks like a little kid putting on like a like a big boy jacket i know and he's just smiling 
that it's Betty's face, and she's like, oh, no! And I'm like, like, I'm like, no, man, he looks good in the jacket. Like, this is going to get him some street cred. You could just pause, you pause that scene right there, and again, it's the cover of an Archie. Yep. It, it's oh, like yeah. Archie you Digest. See, like, you see Jughead turn slightly, and it's got a, like a, a serpent jacket on. Yeah. And he's got his little crown on his head, and he's kind of mm-hmm. like, looking like a badass. Yeah. And that's like that's the Archie. You're walking in. The, you're at the grocery store, and you're a kid. And you look over, and that's the cover of Archie Digest, right there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's it. <laughs> My students, the female students, are obsessed. Now, you, I would think, as an adult male, the heartthrob of the show is Archie, the guy who plays Archie. But no, all it's the Jughead? teenagers here lo- are they? They even know his name. They were like, "Oh, you mean so and so?" I'm like, "Oh, is that Archie?" Oh. Like, no, that's Jughead. He was on. He was on Little some Daddy. kids show. Oh yeah, like, no uh, Waverly he, Place. Or, no, he was um, on. Sweet I think he was Life. on the Sweet Life. Sweet, Sweet, Life. Sweet yeah. Life. Yeah, and they were all the girls. Were like, oh no, Jughead. I'm like Jughead. <laughs> I'm like you've been watching that. Heartthrob, you've been man. watching that uh, wife beater episode too much. <laughs> so let's let's move on. Another thing that came no, out. Let's just talk gr- more about Hot Jughead. <laughs> it just dropped the Black Panther trailer before we started the podcast. I made you watch it. Thank you for the Black Panther. Black Power Fist. No problem. Well, I brother. said that for, for for the guest for the audience that can't see it. One percent. One percent black. <laughs> so here's what I want to know. Uh, you just watched it. What do you think, man? What do you think? I, I I from beginning to end, I thought I I was I'm in. I, it looks awesome. It looks it looks sprawling. You know, uh, what I mean, by that? Yeah. it looks like I think there sometimes with like more like separate origin stories, there is maybe more of a tendency to keep it kind of. Uh, confined to one, two, three locations because th- of the budget and stuff like that. But this looks like it's, it's. I mean, you're going twelve different locations yeah. just in the trailer. I think. I think what I think they played it safe early on. So I think the first origin stories we think of, like the Thor one, is ultimately a very small movie. But even since then, even Iron Man, yeah, and that's yeah. what I mean. Like Iron Man, yeah. pretty small. Thor's pretty small. Captain America is it takes place in a war zone yeah but there's not you know what I mean there's not there's not world building because we right. know that world um, but and I guess Ant-Man is kind of small <laughs> yeah. uh, you know it's it's oh. like it's a it's small but then you look at um, this phase phase three right um, Doctor Strange mm-hmm. is a very big idea right you go to like it's in it's in New York, but there's this other sort of scape. You know, they go to all these sort of things, and so it's a little bigger. Um, Actually, you know, I thought it could have been bigger than it was. Yeah, but I think the, I mean, as far as budget they put into it, like they weren't they weren't holding back and being like this. You know, one of the things I yeah. thought Doctor Strange missed was, oh, you know what though, when they take you to the cosmic in the end, I mean that that that's the best road yeah. trip ever. So, so so here here's here's. Here's what I did when I here's this phase three stuff. What I really enjoy is the color palette, dude. Like the the first one that you I guess it really hits in Guardians, the original Guardians of the Galaxy. But it it is even more so. You can see these sort of it's like these rich jewel tones that they're starting to use, and so you really see it in uh, the Wakanda scene. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, but you really see it in in Doctor Strange's got it with like the green robes and the like the red and blue on his outfit are a little more jewel tone than what they were with Captain America. Right. Um, you know, you've got those sort of 
the gold outfit that uh, the ancient one wears. You know, you've got these this color in there that's way different. And what we've seen in Guardians of the Galaxy two, the Thor trailer. trailer and this trailer is a real sort of like the colors are great. It's super. Popular. It's like a it's like a pure like you know at DC we're going to show the people what color looks like. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Like, no, it is. You're muted, you're muted like, wah, wah. nah, we're not going to do that. We're going to make it. What's great is, like, you see this Black Panther, like, the Black Panther, right? But around all of this is sort of this sort of vibrant yeah. brightness, which is very which is very exciting, very comic booky, right? Very punchy yeah, to have those the, colors. The, the way the overall um, lens of the film is very yeah. dark. But then the actual color is—I mean—they're the color enhancing all these anything that yeah. has, you know, a shade of color in it. They're color enhancing, but the lens of the film still has that that kind yeah. of teal, that uh, yeah. uh, teal color to it. It's awesome. Hey, so you, you can think like so. I don't know how long it's been since you watched the original Spider-Man, like the first Tobey Maguire one. Oh, not that long ago. I watch it every super, year on Christmas and my birthday. It's super common. Why? <laughs> Okay, it's super comic book weird. I don't, I don't know if it's. Well, I don't know. Maybe there's a reason for it. <laughs> so maybe my there's a reason di- for it. My uncle died on my birthday, and I have to watch Spider Man to honor him. Maybe that's what it is, man. Uh, so it's very comic booky and very punchy and bright. But this is a more mature version of that punchy and bright, right? Mm-hmm. I know that we had on your pal uh, Alan, yeah. who thinks the Thor trailer looks awful. And I don't know that I can be friends with Alan after he said the Thor trailer looks aw- it looks awful. Um, but those colors are – it's just something great about it, man. Oh, yeah. And, and you and saw every- that in Dark World too. I think we're passing yeah. it up. We started to see a little bit of that even yeah, in Dark yeah. World. Um, everybody in that trailer, aside from maybe like uh, Dr. Claw, is just a gorgeous human being. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. everybody is Black just don't like – Black don't crack. Every, everything is like, man – those people are pretty yeah. <laughs> yeah. just a what bunch think, of gorgeous the, people. What do you get as the premise for this? What do you think that they're going to go with as far as like what so, kind of genre movie? Is this going to be a genre type movie? Is this going to be, I don't know if we're going to, I think we're going to see at least it, it, um, what it looks like is we're going to get sort of, you know, it start, the trailer starts off with that government sort of, you know, it's the general, you know, the Hobbit plays the general dude, yeah. right? So, and trying to find out about Wakanda. It, and it looks like there's going to be a struggle for power, right? Because in Civil War, Black Panther's dad dies, the king of Wakanda. So now he's got to be the leader. And it looks like he's going to fight a couple different factions of people in Wakanda. I think we're going to see that. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious if we're going to go back to this this sort of political thriller like like a uniting of the tribes as an like an allegory for like the uniting of nations type thing and the uniting of yeah nations. yeah and so I wonder if we're gonna I wonder if that'll if we'll see that I think there's always an opportunity for it to like just because of the setting it gives it this sort of Indiana Jones adventure yeah. setting right it almost looks like um, a phantom at sometimes in the jungle oh, where yeah, I'm like it's got some yeah. phantom in this bad boy <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, you know that sort of like. I'm curious as to what way they're going to take it, but it, it looks like it'll be um, Black Panther, T'Challa, trying to find out, trying to come to power, right. right, after his father dies. And so I think there's going to be challenges to him. And so I think that's what you're going to get it. And I think what we're going to see that ties the other movies together 
is Dr. Claw and the government discovering what this place is really like. Right. He's trying to explain. You know what I yeah, the only thing I will say though is in the trailer, there's a lot of characters in this. There are there are there a are. lot of characters for like a first Black Panther movie. Um, so it's one of those where like, oh, they're just like kind of cameos and part of like these bigger things, or they've people they've done it before where they try to stretch out and add too many characters into things, and you're just like, oh, no I one think- has their real moment. What I, here's what I think we're going to get. So I know you haven't seen Wonder Woman yet, but Wonder Woman has a pretty big cast of people when she's in uh, Themyscira, right? Okay. And so there's all these people who you see and you think like, oh, they probably – in the trailers, you're like, oh, she probably has a big part, but she but they don't. Like all those Amaz- – like all the Amazons who are there, you would think that that's like this giant – you know, we're, you're like you're going to really get to know some of these characters. And it, um, doesn't, it doesn't. And, they don't pay off and bring them back. And I don't think I don't think it's that it doesn't pay off. I think that it's just they they serve a good story port, part, and there's no reason to see a character arc for them necessarily because mm, okay. your character arc's going to. I think our character arc will probably be with uh, Black Panther in his immediate. You know, the people who are around him. Right. I think we're going to see a lot of people. Um, a lot of a cast of characters in Wakanda, the different factions that it looks like. Um, but I don't know that that one of them will probably end up being the big bad. And that's mm. the one we'll probably get the most on. It looks like Dr. Claw will probably be one of the one of the guys. He looks great. He looks great in it. <laughs> he looks exactly like. Yeah, I, I, I know they're probably not going to put him in the red goofy outfit with the I don't with the to, sonic no. hand. Um, but man. He look. He looks exactly like the non-costume Doctor Claw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so good. I'm glad you thought it was. I thought. I'm glad yeah, you thought it's it legit. Looked good. It looks. It looks really legit. I'm, I'm actually. It wasn't something I was. It's not a movie I was excited about until now. Now I'm like, all right. That probably is the best trailer I've seen next to Thor two. Honestly, yeah, it looks. I mean, it looks not good. Thor two, but Thor. Yeah, uh, Dark uh, three. Yeah, for for a for a. Th- not Dark Lord. For it, yeah, uh, Ragnarok. Ragnarok. <laughs> Hitting wrong references left and right. <laughs> well, like Thor, Thor Dude. 2. You know, no, no I wait. Mean, Thor Dark World. No, no, no right. wait a minute. <laughs> They're all the same titles. Thor something. Uh, Thor but something. I, I think they are, and here's, and we've talked about this before, like sometimes the trailer looks really good, but the movie doesn't, doesn't add up to the trailer. Uh, this trailer looks good. Yep. Oh, and, and we didn't say this either. The the Spider Man, the colors in Spider Man, do this the same thing. Oh yeah, you're seeing that too, especially yeah. Yeah, and that, which looks the, really the, great in the high school world. Yeah, yeah. The green, the green of that sort of Julie green that you see yeah. on you know with Vulc with the vultures wearing the yellow blazer. There's that poster with Spider Man yeah. and the yellow blazer, yeah. and I'm like, oh, I, that's that's great. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That is. Even that is I even love the way they do the vultures, like the tribute to like, the jacket. Yeah, like, Keaton looks like a badass in that jacket. Like he looks mm-hmm. like, oh shit, dude, Keaton's yeah. gonna be yeah. on GQ. We're seeing we're seeing Spider Man when you're here, right? Oh yeah, dude, that's gonna be. We're gonna see it, and then we're, we podcast. We mandate, podcast it after mandate. It is. I mandate a mandate. <laughs> mandate so. a mandate. Speaking of mandates, we got a we got a big mandate weekend coming up here. In we two do. Weeks. Uh, the excitement for the Comic Exposure podcast is is going to be real. Uh, Travis is coming back from Japan uh, for the summer, uh, so we are we're hitting the road. We're going to be at Amazing Comic Con Las Vegas uh, with two friends of the two friends of the pod, two podcast pals, 
uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be out there um, pressing the flesh. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna do a couple. I think we'll probably end up recording two episodes while we're out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're are we're gonna kick off Comic Book Summer um, with, with All Star Batman trip story itself. With a yeah, with a road trip story, All Star Batman uh, by Snyder and Capullo. The first volume of that. Uh, no, not Capullo. Um, uh, John John Romita Jr. Jr. Yeah, John Romita Jr. So we're 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 doing that, uh, and then we have a challenge while we're at Las Vegas Comic Con. Uh, we are going to find the most ridiculous single issue that we can find. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we are going to round-robin read those ridiculous single issues. And the goal is to find either... Well, I don't know. Whatever you think... Uh, we haven't. The goal is we want to find the most ridiculous, whether it's ridiculously the good. The, yeah, the, the gem. The, the undiscovered... Whatever, whatever you think about that. Whatever, whatever yeah. anyone's idea is, is just like... What is the gem? And I'm talking about like the four thousand dollar Batman, you know. No, no one's gonna buy we're that. We're talking about like the, uh, like we're talking about the long box bargain Dive. bin yeah. gem. The long box, long box bargain bin gem is the name of our competition. <laughs> and so we're gonna round robin read those, and we're gonna do a podcast uh, discussing each each person's pick and voting on which one is. We the best. should say the book should. Not be able to cost more than three dollars. We should put. A I, think f- on. I think. F- I think. I think five okay. is a good five. Get is a, a five dollar bill. Yeah, five dollar <laughs> bill to find to find our stuff, <laughs> guys. I'm letting you know. I found Time Beavers I know. for three bucks. You're good. You're so- good. You're a ringer. You're a ringer on this one. I don't have the patience. I'm always like, ooh, boobs, 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 boobs. <laughs> no ogling. So I- we do not condone ogling at Comic Cons here at Comic Exposure. No, no. Cosplay uh, is not at- consent. It is not, but all of the like all of the booby pictures that every artist draws on Artist Alley, it's hard to ignore those. Ew. As you as you walk by and you see your seventeenth lady death, lady death, the death boner has not been relevant for twenty years, but it's relevant <laughs> in my pants. <laughs> exactly, uh, Vampirella. <laughs> <laughs> they always get some. Just slightly past their prime woman to dress up like Vampirella, who's got yeah. lip, who's just starting to get liver spots. <laughs> but you know what? If you got it, flaunt it. If you, you got know? it, flaunt it. Even if you don't got it, you do you, boo. Flaunt it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, he, so that's that's the game plan. And then we got Comic in Book Summer. Vegas. Woo-hoo! Oh man, it's going to be great. The podcast may be while we're inebriated. It will most definitely be while we're inebriated in Vegas. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> so I got to count uh, them up too because we're getting close to a hundred here, my friend. I know. So, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned to that. Uh, the list of Comic Book Summer books are up on Twitter. I'll post them again. Uh, we've got. Um, How to Talk to Girls at Parties, Punk Rock Jesus, uh, All Star Batman. Uh, the list goes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a big list. We're going to talk about a lot of books this summer, uh, so t- stay tuned to that. Um, we are taking a week off as I go to California with family vacation, and Travis flies from Japan to the U.S. and loses a day somehow. No, you oh, gain a I day gain this a day, time, baby. I gain a day. I got my bag filled with summer read trades. It's going to be weighed down. They might even stop me at TSA and be like, "You are too nerdy to get on this flight, sir." <laughs> no laptops. Do you, do you on the really flight, need right? two Can... Batman books? Yeah, like, two of I them. You need two Batman books. It's a long <laughs> flight. 
<laughs> so stay tuned to that, ladies and gentlemen. Remember that you can find all of our past episodes on the website, www.comicexposure.com. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter, which where I would suggest is the best place to follow us is on the old the old twit. You can follow us there at Comic Exposure or on Facebook, facebook.com slash Comic Exposure. Uh, if you listen to this podcast on iTunes, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor right now. Mm-hmm. Once this podcast ends, do it. I'm going to ask you to review this bad boy. Mm-hmm. Give it as many stars as you can. Mm, Whatever the, I don't know what the max is. Start mm. it up. Mm. Hit me with them stars. Hit with pretend them that stars. you pre- pretend that you are a superhero and that your power is stars, and that I that the podcast is an evil villain, and you mm. must hit us with as many stars as possible. That's what I'm asking you to do, ladies and gentlemen. As you turn it, uh, as you do that for me, as this podcast ends, tell your friends about the Comic Exposure Podcast. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next trade.